Hi, and welcome back to the Soda Pop Podcast. My name is Kaya Williams, and I am here joined with a very, very, very special guest. And it's me. No. I have returned. And, and Kat. Yes, hello. <laughs> not special at yeah, all. I am very, very boring. Special. They yes, are very basic. Yeah. No, Ew. I'm not. No, Disgusting. I am the most anyway, in- yes, Shut up. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? I'm pretty great. How are you? I am amazing. Um, if you don't know Yasmina, you should. Uh, she's amazing. She has demonias and she walks around in giant clankety clackety boots every day and is probably the best dressed person on campus. Oh, definitely not. Oh, uh, yes. And <laughs> no. She, yes. And no. she has an amazing coffin bag every single day. Yeah, that's true. You might get used to the coffin bag or uh, she sold mushroom hats. Yes, we're going to get into all of that today. But before we get started, of course, we have to start off with our soft drink and soft jam. Yasmina, what you drinking? What you jamming? Orange Fanta is my favorite. Oh, a first Fanta. My dad loves Fanta. Yeah? I'm not a... I like, I like Peach Fanta. Oh, no, it's Peach Sunkissed. Sunkissed, I can, I can vibe with that. Not a, not a big orange person. I like oranges themselves, but anything like artificially mm-hmm. flavored to orange, that's sodas, fair. candies, stuff like that, always mid. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's pretty fair. That is completely yeah. fair. And then favorite songs... I mean, this week, a little bit of Priest is just really, really getting me going. It's really good. And I mean, always the classics. Yes. Masochism Tango. All the best. We love us. Seems like an interesting uh, character. Yes. Oh, it's Mina. Are you surprised? It's a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. No, I knew Mina listened to it. The fact that all of them are from one person is what the interesting (laughs) character is. I already knew Mina was an interesting (laughs) character. Okay, Kat, what about you? Uh, no One Together by Kansas. Ooh, what's that song about? I don't know it. Uh, it's about complaining about how no one's together and we can't get crap done to improve the world. Oh, that's going to be so, that's so on topic for today. Honestly, <laughs> that is. We're talking about fashion and fast fashion. Uh, and it's Kansas. So, you know, their song's long. The thing's like seven and a half minutes. Merry Christmas, Jesus. Kaya. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, we have a playlist where you can listen to all these songs. If you tow um, onto Spotify and type in UNA School of the Arts, click on the profile, you will see the um, Soft Drink and Soft Jam uh, playlist where every song from an episode has been added and a few songs from a couple lost episodes that we may or may not talk about on our New Year's Eve episode. Dun, dun, dun. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't planned, by the way. I just spent way too much time around them. That is all. Um, my, oh, did we do your soft drink this week? I have icky brain. I'm sick the, right uh, now. The, um, the drink that even though I've said at least twice you don't have to keep buying for me, keeps ending up in my dressing room at yes. the beginning of every show. White hot chocolate. <laughs> it's currently what's getting us through Christmas Carol. It's a nice warm drink. Um, I do apologize for any random coughing that Grayson has to edit I out. I am it, icky. so I expected it to be like one rehearsal day, and then it kept appearing. Because <laughs> has go, it gone away? I go before rehearsal every single day. Because it, yes. it keeps it keeps me going through rehearsals to go talk <laughs> to people at Starbucks. What is my 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 jam of the week is girlfriend by this Miss Ma'am, and I don't want to say her name wrong because it's spelled weird and I'm dyslexic. Um, so I'm gonna have Cat say it instead. Um, wait, no, I'm di- wait, I'm dyslexic too. This ain't fair. <laughs> have me to believe, say it. I believe it's pronounced Hemlock Springs. Um, her song has been really popular on TikTok. Um, her chorus has been everywhere, and I'm obsessed. Um, and it's it's black girl magic. It's queer. It's amazing, and we love it. So that's uh, a, that's, a, that's a pretty good uh, that is combination. A pretty good, that is right. a pretty good combination. You can't oh, beat me if you wanted to. <laughs> also, don't worry, because uh, we brought up Christmas Carol again. Uh, our shows are literally today. And, yeah, when you uh, when this, this episode weekend, comes out, the so, show has already happened, so yeah, we can you shut might, up about it. You might get us one more time talking about the because uh, we have a school show after the thing, but the actual main shows are this week, so uh, the mentions of it shall reduce greatly. Yes, we should probably shut up about it. Um, what is it? What is my drink um, this week? Honestly, I've been I should be drinking a whole bunch of water because I am icky. But um, I've just been drowning my body weight in Sprite because I like the bubbles. So that helps illness so much. As she said last rehearsal, she's okay. She has her emotional support Sprite. (laughs) Yes, I almost (laughs) cried because I didn't have my emotional support Sprite. It keeps me calm. But no, um, you know when you were sick as a kid and your parents would tell you to go drink a ginger ale and eat some crackers? No. They didn't tell you that? No. 
They told me to eat some crackers and drink water, not ginger ale. We don't carry they ginger ale around my house. They shoved white bread down my throat. Oh, no, dang, bro, that's okay. wrong. I guess this is just a black thing then, but black people love to tell you to go drink a ginger ale and go eat some crackers and go lay down on the couch. And so, why drink water? I don't like ginger ale. I needed to probably drink a ginger ale and all my problems would be fixed. Better yet, better yet, we're going to make a post about this on our TikTok because we have a TikTok. Uh-huh. Go on to the TikTok about this and comment if your parents um, force you to drink ginger ale and uh, crackers well, or Sprite or something. Well, I just got a TikTok forced to make. You did. Oh, Go follow okay. us on TikTok at UNA Soda, U-N-A-S-O-T-A. <laughs> so, yes. It's up now. Finally, there's stuff on it. Yeah, but no, mine was basically the same thing. It was, but it was water instead of ginger ale. Drink some water, eat some crackers, sleep on the couch. For illness, drink a ginger ale. It was chug some Night Quill and eat some white bread. Until I was like ten, it was ginger ale and crackers, and then it was ginger ale crackers, and then we just Night-Quil. don't care. We just don't have ginger ale at my house. That might be why it was water. To oh. be fair, I think I was sick maybe twice in my childhood. I was always sick. I Lucky. got strep every single year for like six years straight. Yeah. No, I only got the weird stuff. Like the things no one had ever heard of, ever. Yeah, no. Yeah. Rock on. And yeah. even, when, even when we didn't have ginger ale, my grandmother would send my father to go get ginger ale because I was sick. <laughs> no, ginger ale's a, a like, seasonal thing. Also, uh, the, if the, we're going with a drink um, for like sickness, yeah. if you've got a sore throat, uh, tea. I've Whether it was tea. hot tea or cold tea, they were like, you must drink tea. It helps with the throat. And I'm like, I want water. Tea. You must drink the tea. Honey, not sugar. Sugar's yes. abrasive. I yes. like sugar is my problem. And so I have, <laughs> I like sweet things. I like sweet syrup, syrup, sugar things. Um, but let's stop talking about sickness again. <laughs> <laughs> That's today's episode topic. How do you cure disease? Uh. Here's the cure to cancer. Um, anyway... I'm also still bad at transitions. It never gets better. The reason we brought Yasmina on to talk about fast fashion is because she owns a small business. Yes. And we love that for her. Um, she makes mushrooms hats, and I am going to be wearing one of them very soon because for Christmas, I'm just going to pay her to make me one. I'm going to give her $300 and tell her to make it golf and dangly, and I am so excited. I I'm so excited, too. I'm so excited. I'm going to go ham on this hat. Actually, so. I don't remember why, but uh, recently I put the mushroom hat back in my car. So it is sitting in why my car is currently. it in your car? Oh, it's in my trunk. I've, I'm positive I listed things not to do with the hat. <laughs> At least it's cold and not hot. <laughs> so uh, also, let me give a quick rundown about Yasmina for you, for people who don't know, because I wrote this episode when I was six, so I didn't put this in my notes. Um, Yasmina, I met her in my... Uh, History of theater class. So, Yasmina, can you tell us a little bit about you, what your major is, stuff like that? Yeah, so I'm a costume design major, which for all of you unfamiliar, the reason why you're unfamiliar is because UNA doesn't offer it. So I'm just Sounds like Landon. (laughs) (laughs) You're putting it together, baby. Oh, yeah, we're piecing together this major. Uh, I'm I'm a politician through and through. I mean, you couldn't get me away from a leadership leadership position in high school whatsoever. former state president of Alabama Technology Student Association. We heard about that one all the time. I will never shut up about it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, not much to note. Just a little kid from Florida. Just Celebration Florida for all you Disney freaks out there. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm practically breeded to be. (laughs) Yes, Mina is um, also uh, Arabic. And so... She speaks two languages, so you have to give her a moment. She buffers between words. Well, the problem is I'm terrible at both languages. Yeah, that's so it. instead of being fluent in one, she's okay at two. I'm I mean, okay it's even two. worse. I'm okay at Hebrew, I'm okay at French, and I'm miserable at Arabic. I mean, it makes it worse. You're on a podcast with people who can barely speak the same language, and right. it's yeah. one. We're both you know, yeah. We're awful at one. Oh, yeah. Don't know why they hired me to do a podcast, but I'm very grateful. Shout out to Betsy and Megan. Love you. I chose two dyslexic people for a podcast. Yes, and one that has a speech impediment. Guess who? Um, anyway, so that's a little bit of Yaz- about Yasmina, but she also runs a small business. Um, do you want to tell us about like what your product sells? Well, what's your business sells? Yeah, so I started this business because I like making mushroom hats. Uh, coincidentally, I wound up having to make a boatload of mushroom hats for my senior year fashion show uh, in high school you didn't have to you chose to no i i had to cat i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um let me cut in real fast um, why when did you first make your first mushroom hat like what led you to that 
So I saw like two posts maybe on TikTok about mushroom hats. And this was right before the Renaissance Fair last year. Mm. And I was like, I could do that better. <laughs> so I did it. It was better, but it wasn't good enough. That's it Mina's motto. I can do it better. That's a good model yeah. to live by. Honestly. Anything I can do, anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah, that's your favorite. I song. can do anything better. I listen than you. to that song every single day on CD on my drive to elementary school. <laughs> for all four years of elementary school, and we wonder why Yasmin you know, is the way that she is. No god complex at all. Add that song to the soft jams. <laughs> it's added. Trust me. <laughs> so yeah, so I made those mushroom hats for the fashion show, and I was like, you know what? Number one, I don't need these hats anymore. And number two, these are really fun to make and they're really high quality and everybody else who sells them makes them out of cardboard and they're not necessarily the highest of qualities. Um, and I was like, you know what? I could do it better. I could do it better. So I've done a whole bunch of custom orders. Uh, I've sold all of my pre-made hats, so custom orders are all I'm doing right now. Um, and then I make little accessories and pretty much anything anyone wants to custom order. Little little, little weird stuffed animals. Little weird stuffed animals. They're adorable, by the way. Um, so what led you onto starting a business besides like you just having extra? Like I know you told me that you've been like sewing since you were eight or something. Yes, I have been sewing since I was eight. So I make a lot of products and random knickknacks and it was just stupid to keep bulk making items due to my hyperfixations and just keep them because I'd just throw them away or I'd just hand them out and it just didn't make any sense to keep doing that and so I realized why don't I just sell it I'm gonna make it anyways I might as well be a little less broke because of it I mean, that's the perfect way to be a little less broke. Right. Um, what was, like, the process of starting a small business besides, like, hyperfixation all that stuff? Like, do you find any challenges, taxes, all that fun stuff? Um, taxes suck. Um, thoroughly suggest that if you even have a remote interest in starting a business, just jump at your LLC. Just get one. It's cheaper. You pay 12% taxes instead of almost 35% taxes. Um, so really hating myself for that right now, but definitely would just go ahead and make yourself an LLC. Worst case scenario, you don't use it and you just don't reapply for one the next year. Um, and then next, the hardest thing for me is I don't like staying updated on social media. I don't like using social media. Um, so making my own <laughs> posts to advertise as Kat can attest to has been almost non-existent. She posts like... For every, like, 20 videos on just her account of random stuff she feels like that day, uh, because she has pretty makeup, uh, there's maybe one, m maybe a half a video like on if, her actual business account. I think that might be a little generous. We, we, How about 50 for a fourth of a video? Yeah, that sounds about right, <laughs> That's actually. probably correct. So 200 videos. I have like so much content to post, and I just haven't gotten to it. There's just no self-motivation. There's no self-motivation. I have to be my own carrot and whip, you know? I mean, at least you're honest about it, because a lot of people will sit there and be like, I don't understand why this isn't doing well. Oh, no. <laughs> I know exactly why I am where I am, and I'm content with that because I'm a busy college student, and I don't have time for 20-plus custom orders right now. <laughs> uh, I see. I understand. How many did you get from the Ren Fair? Because a bunch of people said they would. 20. It, okay, so a bunch <laughs> of people did agree. <laughs> okay. I, I, just would, I sure. would say go check out their Instagram, but seeing as they're well, backlogged. Have, have at it um, because I've got one more hat to finish, mm -hmm. so I'm all good. Oh. But... Um, it might be on hold for a minute. It might be on hold for a minute because I do have to make an Elizabethan gown. I understand that. Um, for what, what is that? Uh, our theater history class. Our history of theater class. Right. That's your final thing. You, yes. You had we're to not going to talk about that any more than that right there. <laughs> okay, we're going to end, we right, end okay, okay, right yep, there. Yep, yep, okay. Got it. Cool. Um, perfect. So um, also, what is the name of that Instagram? Funky Shrooms. 
go look up funky shrooms on insta and um we will have it tagged somewhere on social media hopefully um and go check it out get a dm you might get a response back in a month but you will get that <laughs> no, response. you'll get a response quickly you might get your hat back in two months <laughs> <laughs> you will get that hat though you will get that it was hat. a very great quality hat i if you went to the run fair this year she um had a booth and they were really well made like i it's generally worth the wait like i know my hat's gonna take like six months but i will be very happy to get it in six well, months well you will be happy to know that it actually really only takes me about two weeks to knock out a hat oh my lord yeah let's hope the, the hyper six, the hyper fixation and kicks then in. if you're buying locally since you're listening to this podcast you're definitely local there's even less time and less cost because i don't have to ship it i'll just drop it wherever you are that's there you go people free delivery exactly it does not get better than that yeah she uh she had seven at the Ren Fair of the pre-built ones from the fashion show. Six of them sold like by halfway through the first day. Yeah. And then I was just royally screwed. <laughs> she was panicking the entire time yes. I was there. Sleep didn't really happen that weekend, to be honest. I mean, but that's a good thing at the same time. For it a small was. Business. I was just only slightly delirious. Sunday yes. Night. So that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. Sunday. My question for you. You could tell Mina was tired. <laughs> I like, was off. out of it. Uh, one of my questions for you, since you said you got inspired by TikTok, is how has TikTok killed the small business? Oh my goodness. Because if you don't know, if you're not on TikTok, in the beginning of the pandemic, everybody was starting a small business and people weren't doing it very well. Um, they would make lip glosses or poorly made resin poured things just because you pour resin on it does not mean it's $45. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of resin that you didn't even make properly. The amount of resin, ca- resin casting small businesses is actually insane it's really ridiculous to be honest you're not even doing it safely which is concerning so please be aware when you're buying stuff that's made from resin um it has to be mixed a certain way or it can go south if your resin item when you get it is floppy or you can bend it throw it away yep that's not proper um but because of that how do you think TikTok has expected the small business? So there's two sides of this because there's the influx of, for lack of a better word, crappy businesses that have popped out of nowhere because they think, oh, I can make two cents off of these people who don't know better. There's also the side where it's like, because of these businesses that are really garbage, all of these really good businesses are getting micromanaged and micro, like they're just being torn apart by these really savage reviewers that don't take the time to even look at the business that they're hating on. And it drives me absolutely nuts because TikTok was a great opportunity for small businesses, but people just, people ruined it. Very much true. That's the entire internet in a nutshell. Basically. It has promise at the beginning and then people ruin it. To me, it it had like the Yelp effect when Yelp first came out and people were Yelp reviewing everything all the time and these small businesses would basically shut down because of one bad Yelp review. The one good thing I say will come out of this is the way the internet will rally behind somebody so fast to tear something up and build it up at the same time. Like, yeah, he saved my left left child. My mom. Welcome to the dyslexia party, guys. I also have a sticky brain. Sorry. Okay. She's just speaking (laughs) slimish. It's okay. So, so. Um, (laughs) I play too much Sims. I could do a whole episode on that. Anyway, but they will rally together and hype someone up. Be like, yeah, no, Jeff was the best employee I ever had. He saved my child from dying on the street of cancer three years ago, and I will never forget that day. There probably is not even a Jeff there, but they saved the business. Uh, Right. And I appreciate uh, them. And it's the same thing as, like, for every, like, we'll go with 10, 5 to 10 of the crappy resin ones. There's one that's actually making really high-quality, unique resin stuff that gets lost in the field or people hate on it because they immediately think it's going to be bad when they're paying the actual proper $45 for a high-quality resin thing because the other person paid that for something that would be worth a dollar because they messed it up. Yeah, that is part of the problem because, for example, with mushroom hats, um, if you look up like buying mushroom hats, you're really going to find two accounts on Etsy. One account, I don't know how they make their hats, but their hats are incredibly expensive and they look good on the outside, which is important. But again, I don't know how they're made on the inside. Um, And then you'll get one or two other accounts where they're just garbage. They're garbage and you can tell that they're garbage and still at a high price. And so the issue with that is that 
then everyone sees the garbage product and is like, this is how the high quality products are made as well. Yes. And so they can't be understanding of the price because they just assume that all mushroom hats are made out of garbage and recycled materials. And they're not. And that's the thing. And my thing is because this happens so often, the price gouging. I recently saw this one lady on TikTok. She sells crochet things. What you don't know, crochet can only be done by hands. We'll get into that in like five minutes. But um, she decided to sell her crochet stuffed animals at a lower price so people can actually afford something for once. And these people, these crocheters were like, no, you can't do that. Do you not understand how much you're worth? And she's like, I know. I just want people to afford things because people are poor. Poor people exist. Calm down. Poor mm-hmm. people exist. We deserve nice things. I'm a broke college student. I understand poorness. I have debt. Okay? Student loans are expensive, children. Get scholarships. <laughs> just get them. Just yes. get them. Yes. Just, yeah, I don't know. Just, they could be on the street somewhere, maybe looking like a crack or something. Yeah. They could be there. <laughs> I mean, that's how most of my tuition. I just found a $10,000 a semester scholarship land on the street. Yeah, exactly. Like, or right. or maybe you have like divorced parents and someone Ooh, still true, owes true, child true. support. True, true, true. Stay or on it. That's a scholarship laid on the ground. I got literally. a scholarship right there. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if you had a parent who was in the military, baby, that's GI Bill. Get get Uncle Sam to pay for it, okay? He's making you get one anyway. Mental illness has never been so affordable. Honestly, it hasn't. But we're not going to get into that right now. Just because all of us are mentally ill, okay? I was going to say uh, a perk of... Uh, specifically like with or with Mina's shop with the mushroom hats and stuff is uh, if you've got a place like how we have first Fridays or the Ren Fair, uh, you're going to sell a lot better than you are online because of TikTok. Because it's like it said, the hat price is high. And even if the it looks good on the outside, you can't trust it on site with all much bad stuff's going on with Mina's hat. Uh, Mina's there to explain exactly how that is built and you can look at it and feel it and feel that it is more high quality and you'll just feel that it's a piece of crap and sitting in your hands. You oh, get yeah. to touch it, try it on, wear it before you get yeah. to uh, buy it. And some people, when a- they have a good thing, like to keep it a secret how they make the good thing. I just have complete confidence in my own abilities and minimal confidence in everybody else's. So I will tell you exactly how I made my hats. I know exactly how she makes her hats. Does Even, that mean I can do it? No, I have no experience. It's exactly. one go well. I don't know how to sew. I mean, even if you told me exactly how to do it, like line for line, like you literally sat there and told me how to sew it. I still don't know how to sew. It's probably going to come out poorly because yeah. this is going to be the first thing I've ever sewn. Oh, yeah. I've had people help me with my hats and it goes terribly wrong. So I don't have people help me with my hats anymore. So um, Unless it's like the car mechanic that's like, hold this. Yeah, like exactly. Give me that and hold this Find instead. me more glue sticks, please. And Where's so my needle and thread? That's like the good thing about small business. Find you a know needle where... and a haystack for me, please. Please. Literally. <laughs> but that's the good thing about small businesses is that you know what's happening. You know how it's happening. You know where it's happening. All those fun things that you don't get when you shop at big corporations. Which brings us to our next point. Fast fashion. You see how I transition? Aren't y'all proud of me? It's so good. I know, right? So before we get started, um, I want to explain to everybody what fast fashion is. And yes, me and feel free to cut me off at any moment when I mess Will up. do. So fast fashion um, is basically what most modern fashion is. Back in the day, we used to basically do everything custom. Everything was made to fit. Um, now it's pre-sized, ready to ship off. And it's typically made in um, uh, labor sweatshops, poorly made just because it comes from china does not mean that's automatically fast fashion that is very much incorrect it's being made in a place where they're overworked underrun get no breaks just very very poorly done if you want to elaborate more you can go ahead yeah so fast fashion generally the best rule of thumb is if it's labeled as a medium a large a small an extra small if it's by that size range it could very well be considered fast fashion because it's the generalization of sizes um Honestly, you could even look at more designer brands as fast fashion, depending on like their stores and where their stores are, because you know that celebrities aren't actually shopping at their stores. They're talking with the designers. They're getting things custom made and custom sized. And that excludes the celebrities themselves from partaking in fast fashion. Um, So fast fashion is much more covering and expansive (coughs) than anyone would really think. It's everywhere. It Supreme. is. Supreme. Supreme is as fast it fashion. It is. Yes. It's a literally a white t-shirt with red words on it. Calm yeah. down, people. Or the other way around. Yes. A red t-shirt with white words. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, and so the thing is, like, I want to say this. It's like, no matter what, we live in a capitalistic society. So do not feel bad for shopping at these places. Um, at the end of the day, half the time, we're poor. We've stated this before. Um, we can't afford things. And that is a wider conversation that we're not going to have. We're just going to bring what fast fashion Even if is. you're really really rich it's hard to not just yeah. go oh, fast yeah. fashion the entire time because of how limited and how hard you'd have to hunt for to get a full wardrobe oh that's yeah not fast yeah. fashion actually probably physically humanly impossible like if you yeah. want an alternative unless you're the person who sews your own clothes then it's not well impossible, it's still, but that's still really hard fabric is expensive yes. guys that's why like my that's, entire outfit right now is fast fashion the fact yes. that that's the best option and it's still Nearly humanly impossible. The second right. way to do any second form of good fast fashion is um, thrifting, which is... Absolutely. This is the best way to go about it is buying it secondhand from somebody else, which has gotten crazy within itself. But those are like the most conscious ways to do it if you want to try not doing it. But don't feel bad if you do. That's just capitalism. Right. And that's a whole different conversation. But the way fast fashion gets to you is that you typically don't know where it's coming from. Like you fail to realize Walmart target that's a form of fast fashion because like recently target had like this crochet top that goes everywhere and, like mm -hmm. we mentioned earlier crochet is something that can only be made by hand and to truly pay somebody the amount of money it costs to crochet something is uh, ridiculous it's not twenty dollars that is not done by machine like it physically can't like i don't can it no they do not have a crochet machine like you can knit something by machine that's something that has been somewhat invented like you can somewhat do oh it. yeah knit is 100 percent done by machine but you can't do it with crochet. It's just right. not I mean, possible. even if you see seams, what happened is someone crocheted panels and a machine sewed the panels together. Yeah. That's the only difference is it's worse crochet. And so it's, it's just not it's just not possible. So people are being not paid the correct amount of money for it. Um, they are stealing designs from small businesses, which is even harder. Oh, yeah. And so there was this big thing going around TikTok maybe like January-ish, it could have been last fall, to be honest, where this gorgeous black designer uh, who's just really designs out of her own house, like is going for her fashion major, things like that, had these awesome pants and like tops that were like hands. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> yes. 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 And she was like, which company was it? I think it was Fashion Nova. It was Fashion Nova. That stole her design, and the design on Fashion Nova looked garbage. It was. It's typically awful. Like they're not made to fit. They're made to fit like a specific body type, which is another bad side of fast fashion. Is that they still use design to make it fit a very unrealistic body standard. And and the fact that this doesn't just happen in fashion, but it literally happens everywhere. Yes. Have you heard about the Disney the Disney fiftieth <laughs> anniversary thing that happened? No. So during the 50th anniversary, they had two different sets. There's like these figurines, these statues mm -hmm. you could get to set it. And there was one called, uh, it's a tiki drummer. Well, one dude made a statue like two years before this happened of uh, the tiki drummer. Um, and the one that Disney had, which they think it's a deploy, tried, like it doesn't have any credit to him, is his tiki drummer with a different like mm. pain coat. Because it's literally down to, he like, <gasps> oh, I know what you're about. he yeah. can prove that it's the same thing yeah. because he looks at it and he's like, on the back here, there's a little like the same like crack or the same oh, like, yeah. line. He lined them up the and the there. only difference and was like, like the You're basing it off of something, of course it's going to look similar. Not down to the exact that's little crack right. modes and the like, exactly. like the thing, things he put on there. And people tried to get him too because they were like, well, your design's online for people people to copy and it's yes it's for people to do themselves as well but not without credit and not for marketing exactly and the only thing was and he acknowledged this too is that oftentimes Disney just outsources designers for things like that and so he said someone probably just bought it from him and didn't tell Disney that they didn't design it themselves and I think that wound up being the resolution as well. But it happens so often. No, the problem with like, that. Because it hurts more instead of outsourcing it to him to provide his TV exactly. jumper for the exactly. thing. Someone thing, else gets that The one. thing with that is that big corporations do this all the time. Disney will send people lawsuits oh, yeah. for mimicking. There was a guy who had a car that looked like um, Lightning McQueen almost down to a T. Guess what? They sent them a lawsuit, a cease and desist, because it looked too similar. But it's okay for Disney to rip him off. It's mm -hmm. not. It's a double-edged sword, and they're constantly doing that. And that's the problem when big corporations steal designs and steal things from smaller people. They are broke. They have no money. We are poor. They are billionaires. Do not let the billionaires make you feel bad. You are better than the billionaires. You work for the billionaires. I love you. Mwah. <laughs>
Um, so that's like another thing. And like when we mentioned um, Yasmina, like delivering to your house, a lot of these times they get shipped from these factories where their designs are sold and all this, and they're drop shipped. AKA Amazon will buy some, Shein will di- buy some, Romy will buy some, Cider will buy some, all these websites will buy from the same place, sew another tag in it, and then ship it off. Or even then, they won't even sew the tag in it. They'll just ship it off, and you'll wonder like why your clothes smell like chemicals mm-hmm. and other things like that. That is why. Yeah. And then the thing is, is that, like, there's no quality control whatsoever. So (laughs) your formal gowns, fun fact, fast fashion. You go to a a bridal boutique, fast fashion, unless you're going for one of the more high-quality designers. Because at some point, it becomes factory. So unless you're going to pay the big bucks, you're going to get crap items. So, like, my outfit today... I'm happy with everything I'm wearing. The sizing was right. Everything was right. I'm happy about it. But I ordered, say, like a swimsuit top, too. And I was looking at it, and they didn't even cut the pieces out right. The pieces are cut out wrong. And that's not a person problem. That's a machine problem where it got shifted. Mm -hmm. So it's just there's no quality control or monitoring. That's why it costs so much to get your clothes altered. <laughs> exactly. And so like it's a, as you said it's ever forever and all Delver edge sword and these has effects on like the way we view ourselves and society, the way clothes because like a lot of plus size people get terrible clothes because society hates plus size people, which is stupid because plus size people are beautiful. But well that's mainly just America. No, it's everywhere. Like, like it's worse in America. Like I've heard it's, it's worse. Have worse you been anywhere in Asia? Depending. Okay, but that's just <laughs> Asia. That's because that's a whole separate issue. Like I said, I don't like know. I said it's just in general, yeah. people hate plus size people yeah. everywhere you yeah. go. It's not one place that's it, worse it than is, another. It's worse in the US, Canada, and Asia. Yeah. It gets better yeah. in other places because of different body standards. Yes. But um, for the main places where your clothing will be made, yes. it's worse. Yeah. They hate you. Yeah. Um, it's They charge more for it when they really shouldn't. Um, cause it's, you're usually probably using a cassette more fabric. It's not $15 more fabric. No. It's terrible. Plus size people are beautiful. I love you. Don't let anyone tell you other words, yeah. but, um, they deserve to have cute clothes. Mm-hmm. I deserve to have cute clothes. I'm a tall person. I'm a little curvy, not too curvy, but I deserve to have cute clothes. You deserve to have cute clothes. I deserve to walk around in more than t-shirt and jeans. Like literally I deserve that. You deserve that. And so is the main reason we're doing this episode is because Christmas is coming around and this should be coming out right before Christmas. And it's important for you to understand where you're buying clothes before you try to buy a whole new wardrobe. You don't need a whole new wardrobe all the time. You probably need like two shirts. Let's just be honest. Mm -hmm. Just capitalism is fun and things are pretty. And I like pretty capitalism things too. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then with the plus size thing, it's that it's that you either have to wear ugly clothes you found at TJ Maxx that are labeled plus size. Yes. Or you fit somewhere in between plus size and normal sizing. Me. Um, <laughs> me too. Um, <laughs> which is a really annoying place to be because then sometimes you're plus size, sometimes you're not. And it's just this awful sizing inconsistency across brands. Yes. Um, At least with fast, with fast fashion, can we keep a consistent thing? Because they have the same like sizes with exactly. medium, large and stuff. But well, one company's medium could be another company's extra large. Yeah. I'm it pretty sure this shirt that I'm wearing is like, a medium and another pretty much identical shirt that I have that fits the exact same way as a large. My thing is you're being made in the same factory. Be consistent, people. At least sew the same tag in it. Right. But again, it's the thing with <laughs> it could also be the machines getting shifted over because there's nobody watching the machines. Not at all. There's nobody watching the machines, making sure the fabric's placed properly when the machine automatically cuts out the pattern there's no monitoring like that so things get crooked fabric gets taken out when it's not supposed to be and for a lot of people they will just default to thinking it's their body that's the issue and not the garment that's an issue it's not But clothes are not made for people exactly they're just not made for people it doesn't matter what like level unless someone custom made something for you with you there in person not just you sending your measurements because that doesn't count. Not going to get into that. I will go off forever. We're but, not. Um, 
Yeah, there's it's it's never meant to fit you ever. Like that's why when you go and try things on in the store, it feels better in the store than when you get home. It's because it's meant to fit you a certain way while you're in the store. It's meant to make you look pretty, make you make you feel good. It's not you. My thing is you're allowed to have cute clothes. Do not let that not stop you from buying something cute. Fast fashion is the only way that you can get something cute and feel confident and feel confident in clothes. But if it fits you wrong, I swear to God, it's not you. Is they're not quality control. They're not fit properly. They're not made properly. You're still allowed to have something cute just don't bully yourself because the world hates you long yeah. story short yeah <laughs> the world hates everyone everyone absolutely everyone and there's nothing we can do about it and in my opinion there's no point in even bothering to try if you want those cute clothes buy the cute clothes yes if you think something's gonna make you look good buy it if it didn't yes. make you look as good as you think it will send it back send it, it back. something else send it back or donate it if you aren't allowed to return it yeah i wasn't um, giving it to my friends because if it doesn't fit me it'll probably fit somebody else yeah or i'll cut it apart for fabric free fabric guys honestly and free sewing patterns for anyone i mean learning how to sew you don't have to be a professional to learn how to sew you I don't need, need a boatload of classes i want to you can buy a 60 dollar walmart brother sewing machine it won't get you through leather, but it will get you through quite a lot of time. Get one of those. Look up some YouTube tutorials. And if something doesn't fit, alter it yourself. Give it a try, especially with fast fashion. There's no better time to mess something up than cheap things. Yes, cheap things are wonderful things because they're easy to fix and easy Thrift to Thrift and practice altering things. Absolutely, there's practice. no consequence. There was this one guy in my class, he sewed together um, these jeans from two different jeans and they look so cool and I want to do that and I'm going to buy myself a sewing machine so I can and so you should too. Absolutely. I'm going to learn at least the sewing and basic things so I can alter or build things for cosplay. That's the main reason why I want to learn. Freaking fast fashion. I mean, I started sewing with one of those child sewing machines in Walmart that cost 20 bucks. And then was like, this is stupid. I want a real sewing machine. And they've only gotten more expensive from there. Yep. <laughs> And that's typically how the cookie crumbles. The better you get at it, the more expensive your... Before yeah, we continue okay. with this episode, and I know it seems like we've just been popping off this whole time, but we <laughs> truly haven't. It's just capitalism is Well, have we? Uh, we've been on the cusp. <laughs> we've been on the cusp. But we are going to do a quick little pop-off fashion edition. Um, I'm going to go first because I've been having this on this my chest my whole life and not enough people talk about this. Men's fashion sucks. Oh, okay? it's so it's garbage. Oh, my God. It's so bad. <laughs> why like did said, they we've been just, holding it back. If, if the fashion sucks, why do men have good pockets? Hold on. Bro, do they you don't see do how I dress? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. It's Kat. not a choice. <laughs> but but we, I want, I want to say this. The one good thing that happened with men's fashion was in the set. 70s men's fashion peaked in the 70s and it's never going back bring back 70s men's fashion oh my god i love it i may be gay as all gay (laughs) but you give me a man in 70s clothes you can change me it's okay it's perfect like the colors the ascots the pants oh my god the pants the The short shorts everything the patterns My absolute, the reason I like costumes and gravitate to freaking fantasy is because the cool stuff is there. Like, let's take freaking, I love cloaks and giant flowy coats and stuff like that. Like, I love Percy. Percy gets to wear a fancy ascot, a vest, this flowy cloak with a cape on, or this big blue jacket and a cloak on the back of it. It's amazing. But no, that's weird to wear on a daily basis. <laughs> I say bring it back. Bring back the flamboyant clothing. Men's fashion has gotten so boring, so annoying. Oh, I hate it. Bring back 70s men's yeah, fashion. Yeah, the only pro to men's fashion is men's pockets and men's pants. Exactly. And not the variety of men's pants. It's, it's the way it's sized. The way it's sized is superior. Because it's con- the, the, our perks are slightly more consistent sizing yes. and big pockets. Yeah. And the only reason why the sizing is more consistent is because there's more sizing. It's not just large. It's, it's not just, just You get to do length small. and width. Like, it's, oh. Yeah. It's, it's not just... Uh, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22. It's 
a whole bunch of numbers. It's a yeah. whole bunch of numbers. And that's why we love men's fashion. Oh, it's so good. Um, that's the only good thing about men's fashion. But yeah, we keep doing nostalgic, like, to throw back to two thir- early 2000s, 90s. Why do you Go back to the 70s. No, let Go us, to the 70s. Let us wear a Victorian England. <laughs> Be a small Victorian child. Bring corsets back. Also, by the way, corsets are not torture devices. You're not wearing them privately, and you're wearing too small of a size. Oh, my gosh. And then you're also wearing fast fashion corsets. I'm sorry. Fast fashion is great if you need things. Yeah. Do not, under any circumstances, buy yourself that $20 corset. It has plastic boning. If you try to tighten it, you will hurt yourself. You're wearing the wrong size, too. You don't even know how to measure yourself properly. I swear to God, if you're going to invest in something, invest in a corset. It's like investing in a bra. That's all they are, old-timey bras. Get get yourself a $60 steel-boned or spring steel corset off of Amazon. Still fast fashion. You're just not going to hurt yourself. Honestly. And it's better than having to throw away your $20 corset after like three wears because now it's bent in and weird shaped. Because the cheapest things are already literally useless. Exactly. You have to go at least the middle tier. Exactly. Because the cheap stuff is actually just awful. Oh, yeah. It's garbage. If the price tag says anything less than like $150, something's wrong with it. Just so you know. (laughs) Something's wrong. So, um, before we make this episode too long, we are going to cut ahead since we've actually been just been popping off this whole time. Oh, so that we don't get our own pop-offs? I mean, do you have another pop-off I you want to do? Have some, did you have something? Um, I mean, Yasmina, this whole episode, this whole episode yeah, is just fair. Yasmina yeah. popping off. Because yeah. I have a particular complaint. Oh, what is it? Cosplay stores. Oh. If you know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Easy cosplay. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. Because what are your options for cosplays? You have three options. Sexy. That's not what I meant. But not sure. sexy. Uh, sew, it your, sew it yourself. Smells <laughs> bad. No. Sew it yourself. Thrift and alter these cosplay stores. Yeah. Ugh. If you buy at these cosplay stores, you can get a whole cosplay for, let's let's say, just a character. About coat, $60. vest, uh, shirt, pants. Maybe. It won't come with the wig or boots. Those are always separate. Yeah, about $60. Uh, 60 to sometimes 110 depending on the place. The button falls off the moment you open the, the bag. Yeah. Like, they are literally laughable amounts of quality, but those are the only cosplay shops that are yeah. store. Unless you want someone hand-sewing you a costume Etsy. for tons of dollars, or make it yourself, <laughs> these $100 yeah, where's my costumes. Money, cat? What do you mean? <laughs> 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 you're the one who volunteered. I have no idea what um, you're for talking context, about. For uh, context, Yasmina made Cat a cosplay. Well, oh, they're, working on it. they're working I'm on it, but have they have to buy, buy the all the fabric. Yeah. I have to buy all the materials. It's just yeah. no uh, labor cost because yeah. they were the ones who said, I'm going to do it for you. And I said, sure, bro, that's all you had to say. <laughs> no take backs. <laughs> no take backs. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, they literally, like, uh, the people who buy these, um, you have to sit there and basically alter them yourselves and take it as a base to build it yourself. Yeah. Because there's characters, uh, like another character I've mentioned before, Naoto Shiragane from mm-hmm. Persona 4. These She's got like these blue pad pants and this fancy double-breasted long blue coat that is actually impossible to like find yourself and would have to be sewn or you got to get a cheap one to do it properly. And so my options are, do I dare buy this cheap costume and try to salvage it? Or do I find a way to sew the stupid thing or alter one to high heaven? Those are my options. And yeah. it's actually awful because there's so many characters that have just unique piece of clothing that you just can't buy. I know normally. what's funny. I work at a bridal shop and I do alterations. And our number one alterations that comes in is re-sewing buttons on for people. Yeah. I'm so happy I know how to sew just a button on. It's like the best. Yeah. It's my, the smallest thing. Brother, if you can't figure out how to learn to sew anything else, sew a button. My sew brother button. dared to buy one of those. Oh, dear. All the pockets were fake. Yeah. Uh, and a button fell off the moment he took it out of the back. Yeah. That's typically how it goes. Yeah. Actually, so. I mean, bad. if you guys want me to pop off, I could go on this long <laughs> rant okay, so about bras. We don't have time today, Yasmina, but I no. will gladly have you back have next, me ep- back. next semester. Have me back. Um, and we can talk about that. Trust Sounds me. Good. I will gladly have you back. People will probably love to see uh, you again. If you want to see Yasmina again, let us know. Like, 
undergarments and the we're gonna have one about being gay oh my gosh. so you know <laughs> just wait for that um okay but to um round off this episode we are going to talk about like things to look out for because you're probably listening to this whole episode and be like kaya Shein and boohoo and rom we all say that they try their best to be eco-friendly and they're 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 doing their best to recycle fashion and not make big old waste in the world they're lying they are all liars, except for me. I do not lie to you because I care for you about you and your safety. Mm. So, Kaya is saving you genuine. one penny at a time. <laughs> Honestly, what'd you say? The kissing makes it genuine. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm here to help you look out. Uh, they, they are using something called greenwashing, or they're trying to be eco heroes by using these terminologies where they say where we, we recycle things. They're typically not. Not in the slightest. Like Courtney Kardashian in this recent Ugh. Boohoo collection collab. Courtney Kardashian has not even stepped foot in a Boohoo factory except for that video, which was probably staged. Let's be honest. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. There was this thing. Which one of the Kardashians was it that had their own blue jean line? Like it was oh, all um, American I think, denim. I think, it was, I think it was a Chloe. All American denim. For like the first two months, everything was made in the United States and the tag said so. After that... It was made in Taiwan. It was made in Korea. It was made in China. Also, it was made fun in Canada. fact, it costs more to make things in the U.S. than to outsource it to China. Right. Because they have better technology. You just don't want to pay them for the better technology. America hasn't had their second industrial revolution yet. And that's just stupid because we are so focused on more, 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 more that we never slowed down enough to revamp our technology. So America will... For a long, 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 long time, maybe even forever, remain technologically behind Japan and China and Korea and everywhere else because we are way, way, way too obsessed with appearances. Yes, that is 100% true. So my thing is, like, don't let these brands fool you when they say that we're doing all these eco things to step forward. Just because it's made in the U.S. does not make it better than being made in China or in Taiwan or literally anywhere else. Because guess what? They probably have better things than us. We're just not paying them what they deserve. Yep. The same way you're probably not getting paid what you deserve. But that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. So it goes all the way across the board. Mm -hmm. Because the American companies that outsource to these Asian countries aren't outsourcing to the high-tech factories that really do it on their own without... That have quality control. That have quality control and don't have child labor. They're going for the cheaper factories that don't have the resources to do things properly without loads of child labor. And so that's that's where the issue comes in because we can't be looking at these foreign countries and go, they're the problem. We're the one reaching out. Yep. It's like when you've got that loan shark that you know is around town and you're like, somebody should do something about them. And you still go get a loan from them. That's the issue is, you know, you're outsourcing to the wrong places. So we can't, we can't be blaming these other countries for they're the reason why we have fast fashion. The simple lesson in economics, dollar votes. Dollar votes, exactly. Because what you say doesn't matter is if the more important vote is what you Pay, uh, vote with your dollars aka if you pay for it it's can uh, you're people supporting think it. you want it more and because you're supporting it yeah that's why thrifting and places like poshmark Im are important and so even with sketchy companies that you know are sketchy like for say dolls kill yeah is sketchy not just because of unethical labor uh labor but they're known to be racist yes. and sizist and all of this sort of stuff, and they've been trying to cover it up when it's not working. But if you <laughs> if you buy something Dolls Kill from Poshmark, that money isn't going, going to, to Dolls Poshmark. Kill. The item already exists. Someone's already purchased it. Buy the boots. Exactly. Buy the boots. Literally. Like, if you're going to take away anything, if you're going to buy from anywhere that is of fast fashion, don't be afraid to cut it up and make it your own and reuse Absolutely. It. Don't just throw it away when it breaks the first time. Go buy a little kid's sewing machine. You can do amazing things, like make mushroom hats. Or go- Ah, uh, you cannot do that for a mushroom hat. <laughs> just so you know, that is false advertising. <laughs> I mean, it can inspire you to become good at making things like mushroom hats. Um, but you can also go to these places like Poshmark and Shein. Like whenever I see somebody in a cute dress and I want 
on it and I can't buy it on the website. Guess what? I go to Poshmark. I go to Mercari. And guess what? They probably have it at a cheaper price than what it was. And so the person who spent it not only gets their money back, it gets to Second Life. And you can probably wash it and slow the button on that broke the mate themselves in the first place. I know most of the people listening to this ha- are mentally ill and have anxiety. But do <laughs> the haggling. I Haggle with these people. They're That's why they're it. on Poshmark. They're going to drop it. This, it's not the end of the day. It's practically eBay just for clothes. If I can get $120 boots for 30 bucks, so can you. I promise you, it's not that hard. They <laughs> Poshmark is eBay for clothes because eBay's just become trading cards. Exactly. <laughs> so I know you don't want to talk to people. I feel you. I understand you. But this is the internet. Nobody knows who you are. Be mean. Ask for cheap and ridiculous prices. They'll come to a middle ground with you. You'll start at 10 and then guess what? Those $130 views just became 50. Worst case scenario, they tell you no. They've never seen your face. They don't know any of your contact information. They will never think about you as an individual again. It's okay. You're a promise. You are perfect. Get the prices you deserve. Yes. So to end, we have to end on a good note. So this has been a lot of us <laughs> yelling at people. Um, we have to do a fizzle down feel good. You know, mellow out the waters. Um, calm down the carbonation in the soda. Um, <laughs> that was such a bad joke. That was, was a an very awful bad joke. joke. I love awful it. Awful joke. That was. Um, but we have to do our fizzle down feel good of the week. So for everyone who doesn't know, fizzle down feel good. It's the one good thing that happens to you this week. It could be simple as you got Starbucks at your order, right? Um, You got a good parking spot. It doesn't have to be grand or like the best thing in the world. Like you found a million dollars. Like we all wish we have. Um, It can just be something super small and simple. Um, So Kat, what is your fizzle down feel good this week? Well, most of it's been taken up by... (gasps) A Christmas Carol. Christmas oh, shut Carol. up. <laughs> uh, so, literally, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's that literally all the tickets sold before the first show opened. So, that's pretty nifty, I would say. That is actually That is cool. pretty nifty. Yasmina, yeah. what is your good thing this week? So, my good thing is I've just caved in and gotten, like, two tattoos in, like, a week from each other. So, that's pretty nifty. That was pretty fun. Mine is also tattoo-related. My friend Marley, who drew um, yeah, one of Yasmina's tattoo that she recently got, drew my leg sleeve that I'm going to get for myself as a Christmas present. And it's so gay. It has little frogs on it, and I love it. And I'm so excited. Shout out to Marley. Is now a good moment to mention that my name's ya- not Yasmina. Wait, what? Is- it's Yasmina. What? How, what? <laughs> Say it again. Yasmina. Yasmina? Yes, yeah. Why is this one with an A? No. No, 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 no. It's not English. What? My dyslexia can't handle this. Why haven't you told me this before? I never noticed till today. Is it? No, because here's the thing. She what? didn't correct us to like ninth or 10th grade. She let everybody in like eighth grade when I first met her call her <laughs> Yasmina. And she was just like, this is my life. And then she thought, they're old enough to know think, now. And I corrected think junior us. Year, I think junior year, there was like a class discussion and someone mentioned my name. And I said, that's not my name. Okay. I'm gonna try. Yes, Mina. I got this. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Wait, did I say it right that time or did I say yes. it wrong? Yeah. No, oh. you said it right. What's okay. my fizzle down feel good? This is the hardest I've laughed in like a month or more. <laughs> anyway, I just want to thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to go buy Yasmina's hat that you might be able to get in like three months after you text her and she'll reply back to you like two days, um, go check out Monkey Shrooms on Instagram. Um, I can't wait to see y'all next week. And Well, not next week because next week's Thanksgiving. But... No, this comes up after Thanksgiving. What am I a liar? Anyway, I will see y'all soon. I love y'all so, so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye.